You have a website and you can only do one thing. Where would you spend your time? I would spend my time rewriting their SEO titles. 100%, like no questions asked. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 62, and I'm going to be walking through and digging into one of the biggest SEO questions we get asked about all the time. How do I write a proper meta description for my website? And if you don't know what that is, just hang on because I'll explain it all for you and remove all of the crazy jargon so that it doesn't have to be stressful. It's just going to be me today. We have a lot of podcasts to batch as Courtney is going on maternity leave soon, and we want you just to continue to hear our voices throughout that entire time, and we want her to spend all that time snuggling that sweet baby. So we have just lots and lots and lots to batch. So every once in a while, I might be popping on with a little solo episode about SEO for everyone, and yeah, it's just, it's always weird. Only doing it is one half of the duo, so bear with me with me. But let's dig into this. I'm super excited to talk about this. I think metadata is something people are always feeling stressed about doing the correct way. And I'll let you in on a little secret. There is no perfect way to do this. It is always a guessing game. Even for me, when I write these weekly for clients, it's just always a guessing game. You have to do your best judgment and make the best assumptions you can, but there is no perfect answer. So don't stress about it. Just do the best you can. So let's go ahead and start with the basics and talk about just like what is a meta description to begin with. And in order to answer that question, I'm actually going to throw another word at you, and that is SEO titles. Because in order to answer what a meta description is, I want to first answer the SEO title. So imagine you're looking at a Google search engine page. Each result that you see has that blue headline and then the black subtext underneath. That blue headline is called your SEO title, and that black text underneath is called your meta description. And each and every page of your website is going to have its very own SEO title and its very own meta description. And you absolutely should be writing this yourself and not letting your website provider automate this data. Automations are really great. And when they're set up properly for pages like like product pages or blog catch-alls, like used in those instances when you might forget to set it up, they're really great to be there. But We usually find that when you write these yourself, they're going to perform better. It doesn't take that much time if you just put it into your process of updating a new page, adding a new product, adding a new blog. It really doesn't take that long. And if you do use those automated um, like little setups for your SEO titles and meta descriptions, we often find that they're way too long because a lot of times those automated 
auto-populated responses will end up being page title plus brand name. And especially if you have a really long brand name, that immediately can get super long. And in my opinion, you do not need your brand name on every single page of your website. It's just not necessary. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. So the first thing that I want to talk about are different things that you should remember when you're writing your SEO titles. Remember, that is that blue headline that you see on a Google search engine page. These are about 50 to 60 characters. It is not based on length. It's actually based, it's not based on character count. It's actually based on length. So some words are fatter than others. So because of that, it might take more like 50 characters. If you use a lot of words that are, are letters that are really skinny, it'll take like 60 characters. So it's really just based on length. And that's why it's really nice to have a tool to kind of test this. And a lot of web providers, when you're entering in your SEO titles and meta descriptions, it'll show you exactly what it looks like. It has a little preview box where you can see it. Honestly, I don't think there's a website provider out there that doesn't have this capability. You'll also want to use keywords as early as possible. So get them in front if you can. Um, That's always better. That will help you rank higher for that specific keyword. You also want to use title case to stand out. So capitalize the first letter of each word. If you go and just like browse a Google search engine page and go peek at them, you'll notice that if you see a few that don't use title case, you'll notice that they don't stand out as much. Your eyes immediately gravitate towards the title case ones. So that is just a best practice to make sure that you get some more eyes on your content. And then think of this title like a paid ad. How can you write this SEO title like a headline to entice people to click through? And sometimes it's best practices even just to Google your keyword first, see what other things live on page one, what do their SEO titles look like, and how can you differentiate yours to be like, oh dang, I want to click on that one instead of this other one. And then finally, leverage characters like that vertical line and the ampersand. Those ones are going to be your friend to help you save space. As you can imagine, using and rather than the ampersand is going to take a lot more space than you think. So use every character wisely. So let's talk for a second about when and where you want to use your brand name or business. Because like I said before, you do not want to use it everywhere. We don't need your brand name on every single SEO title of your website. So really use it for your homepage. Obviously on your homepage, it should be the very first thing. It should be brand name plus keyword for your homepage SEO title. Everything else, your brand name maybe can be used at the end of like your services page or your shop page or your resources page. But in most cases, it doesn't need to be used at all because unless you are a really big brand name and people are searching for your brand name plus keywords all the time, then it's something where then that can benefit you. Having that brand name in your SEO title can benefit you because people are searching for your brand name. But most of us, we want to index for the other keywords because we're trying to grow our brand awareness. So let's use those other keywords to drive the brand awareness and then let's deliver them our brand when they get to our website. We don't need to deliver them our brand right there on the Google page. So when writing your meta or your SEO title, our favorite equation to use is keywords, then drive context or urgency. Sometimes those can be flipped, 
flipped. You might want to drive context and urgency before your keywords, but um, either way, those are first priority and then your brand name is last priority. So we'll go ahead and include some examples in our show notes for you so you can kind of see what some real examples look like from past clients. But let's jump over now that we understand what an SEO title is, that blue text on this Google search engine page and writing that just really using keywords and helping to really entice people to click through. Now let's talk about meta descriptions, what the title of this episode is. (laughs) So that's that blue subtext underneath. You have about 155 to 160 characters. Same thing as SEO title. This is based on length, not character count. So this is going to vary a little bit. So when you're writing this, It's really used to help give someone more information about what they're going to find when they click through to the page. What else can you put in this description? So include keywords, maybe include a pain point or a benefit to the content you created. Why would they click on your page versus someone else's? And then always include a call to action. Like what are they going to find? Are they going to listen to your podcast episode? Are they going to read about tips? Are they going to download a free resource? Include a call to action and give them transparency on what they're clicking through to. People hate clicking through to something and getting something unexpected, they'll immediately bounce back out. So when these are written really well, you will actually increase the time spent on your website because people know that they're clicking through to the content that they expect. And when you increase time on your website, you're bettering your SEO because that betters your analytics, it betters your engagement. Overall, it's creating a better user experience. And user experience is absolutely a factor taken into account when Google is deciding how to rank your website. Now, there's something I really want you to remember because this is actually going to take away all the stress from this little SEO optimization and just the stress you might feel about writing your own SEO titles and meta descriptions. SEO titles are ranking factors. Meta descriptions are not a ranking factor. This has actually been confirmed by the head of search at Google, so you don't need to question it. It's actually true. It's out there. Google confirmed it. So what does this mean? Although it's a best practice to use keywords in your meta description, it's not actually going to affect where you rank on the page. And if you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about right now, I'm talking about the physical position on a search engine page. So each search engine page, when you type a keyword into Google and you're delivered to that search engine page, each page has about 10 organic non-paid listings until you get to page two. So if you are ranking in position 84, for example, that means you're on page 9, considering that there's 10 listings per page. So no one is likely going to dig that far to find you if you are on page 84. So if you are ranking somewhere in a really low or a really high position, and we want to focus on boosting your rankings, you're actually going to focus on writing your SEO titles not your meta descriptions. Don't worry about your meta descriptions because those are not going to dictate where you rank on a search engine page, but your SEO titles are. So SEO titles are one of my absolute favorite things to optimize for my clients. I do those first before I do anything else because they see the biggest effect. They are like the lowest hanging fruit in SEO optimization world. So if if someone had to ask me, you have a website and you can only do one thing. Where would you spend your time? I would spend my time rewriting their SEO titles. 
100%, like no questions asked. These make a huge impact in how you rank and what you rank for. And in order to write them really well, you also need to write them with the correct keywords. Because if you're writing your SEO titles with keywords that no one's searching for, still no one's going to find you. So you need to be using the right keywords, but these really have a big impact on where you sit. So let's talk about a few more ways to make your life easier. Some of my favorite tools to use when writing these things for our clients are one is called MRS Digital. So just Google it. I also will link it in the show notes so that you can see it. MRS Digital has an SEO title and meta description mock-up so that when you're writing them yourself, you can actually test length, how it's going to look. It'll show you everything from the URL slug to the SEO title to the meta description. I use this all the time when I'm writing them by hand by myself because sometimes I'm not always in my client's uh, website platform provider and it can also be kind of time consuming to bounce from page to page to page. So just using this MRS digital tool can be really helpful to keep me in one place and kind of save a little bit of time. So that's one of my favorite tools when I'm writing them by hand by myself. My other favorite things to use are AI tools. I love using AI tools in ChatGPT for writing meta descriptions specifically because I know they're not ranking factors, right? So let's save a little bit of time and make our lives easier. So Uber Suggest actually just opened an all new labs tab where you can get a personalized AI writer for specific things like SEO titles, meta descriptions, H1 headlines. And so you just enter in what your page is all about, your SEO title, and then you'll enter in the keyword you want to rank for and it gives you three different meta description options to choose from. And usually I'll like maybe most of one and then I'll make a couple tweaks and be done. Maybe I'll combine two of them, but it's a really awesome starting point. I also really love to use ChatGPT. So if I'm not going to use Ubersuggest, sometimes ChatGPT can be even better because I can get I, I can ask it more specific information. And if you haven't already, we have a whole podcast episode on ChatGPT. So go ahead and go back and listen to that one if you have no idea what I'm talking about. But basically this AI tool, I'll write in there and I'll say, hey, Give me five options of a meta description for a web page in this industry using this keyword. The more specific you can get with your ask, the better the data you'll get back. And I always love saying five options or three options because I always want a variety. If you don't ask it to give you multiple options, it'll only give you one. And usually I'm not going to like the first one it gives me. So I like to have a few different options. Now, finally, those are my favorite tools, but there are a couple things that I want to point out because almost every time I do an SEO audit for my clients, there are pages that are commonly forgotten when it comes to writing this data. And most of these pages all lie in category pages. You likely don't even think about them as being a page on your website. We think about our service page, we think about our shop page, we think about our resource page, but we don't often think about category pages. Category pages can be for both your blog and your products. So if you don't have products, but you have a blog, if you have blog categories, you have category pages. And every single category page has its own landing page. And you'll either have to choose whether you want to hide it from Google 
or you want to dig in and make sure that it has accurate metadata so that if it's found on search, people can actually click through. So I actually love optimizing category pages for blogs because as you can imagine, like for Duo Collective, for example, one of our category blog pages is SEO. I want people to know that there's a whole page on our website dedicated to SEO resources and tips. If someone's looking for SEO resources and tips, they can actually find our blog category page and be delivered all of our blog content with really awesome SEO data. You likely have category pages that can benefit with this information too. But if you go and look at your SEO title, usually these SEO titles are automatically written as SEO archives. And let me tell you, I do not want to click on an archive SEO title that says SEO archive. That sounds archaic and it just doesn't sound like something that's enticing. So if you rewrite these as something that's really beneficial, something your audience is looking for, it can actually really help influence your rankings and drive more organic search traffic to your website. So go check out your category pages, whether you have a blog, a product page, podcast category pages, whatever you may have, just don't forget about your categories. And then remember that if you update any of these, you'll want to be sure to request a manual recrawl in Google Search Console. I know I probably just lost a handful of you, (laughs) so stay with me. In the show notes, I actually have a YouTube tutorial, so if you are a much better visual learner, please go watch that. It's only like two minutes long. It's super quick. I promise it'll be helpful. But Google Search Console is different than Google Analytics, so absolutely set it up. It is super important because this tool helps Google understand all of your web pages. And once Google understands all your web pages, they can obviously serve them to people searching for you. So you want to make sure you have this set up. But then if you update your SEO titles and your meta descriptions, Google isn't going to just know to manually crawl your page and then deliver the new content. So that's oftentimes why people are like, hey, I updated my SEO titles on my website, but when I Google my website, I'm not seeing the new SEO titles. That's because Google has indexed all of your old content and it doesn't know to recrawl it. It doesn't know you made an update. There is no magic button on your website that tells Google to update your website. This all has to happen through Google. So within Google Search Console, you can say, hey, Google, I updated this page. Can you please go crawl it and then serve it to my audience? So this is what you'll want to do anytime you update data on your website. Anytime you post a new blog post, it's really good practice to just have Google manually search your content. So I hope this inspired you to dig into your own metadata, and I also hope this provided a little bit of relief knowing that meta descriptions are not actually ranking factors. Do not stress about it. Write the content that's going to better serve your audience, and if anything, focus on your SEO titles. And better yet, if you don't want to touch any of this stuff and it's stressing you out, just reach out because this is something I absolutely love to do. So thank you for listening to another episode of Duo On Air, and we'll see you all next week. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.